I keep drinking more coffee because uh-huh. I feel like I'm not awake oh, oh. because I'm not focusing, yeah, but I yeah. think it's really my eyeballs. So we'll see how I do reading reading our show notes. <laughs> uh, all right, let's dig in. Uh, welcome to the FFG Financial Insights Podcast. Hear from the financial advisors at Ford Financial Group, where we discuss topics and answer some questions that we hear the most often from you, our clients. Uh, Today, we're going to discuss four key questions regarding taking your required minimum distributions, generally from your IRA. Um, There's some key things to know about taking your required minimum distribution, your RMD, you'll hear us say a lot today, um, from your qualified investment accounts, such as a traditional IRA, a SEP IRA, 401k, 403b. Something similar. We call them qualified accounts or pre-tax or tax-deferred. So what's a required minimum distribution? Before we get into that, let me introduce Ryan Louie. He's back uh, after a month or so off from the podcast. Yeah. uh, Joining us to kind of talk about this. So Ryan, kind of give us an overview real quick. What is a required minimum distribution or RMD? So the required minimum distribution is really the government's way of setting up how they're going to tax the money that has gone into a qualified plan. Um, So most people will save, for example, into an IRA or 401k retirement plan at work where they won't pay taxes when the money goes in. But the setup for the government is that they're eventually going to want to collect money on their uh, for tax purposes, and so they have a struct, um, basically a setup where the required minimum distribution at seventy and a half requires you to start taking money out, and that money is then taxable. Right. So, kind of at its most basic, you're striking a deal with the government to not pay taxes on the money that you put into your IRA or four hundred one k or whatever it is. You're not going to pay taxes now, but you are going to pay taxes later. And they don't want you to leave that money in there forever. Right. So at some point, you have to take a little bit out. So, so the key, you, yeah, and you, so you touched on this. So when, the first question I get often is when do you need to start taking your RMD? So that's question one, really. Yes. Yes. And so the age at which you have to start taking it is 70 and a half. So a, a good example would be it's May right now. And if you turn 70 and a half this year, you have to take out your required minimum distribution. So that means if you turn 70 and a half on December 31st of this year, you still have to take out your required minimum distribution. Yep. You have, you have an obligation in the year that you turn that magic age to take it out. Now, it's not always totally straightforward because in the first year that you need to take a required minimum distribution, let's say you turn 70 and a half this year and your first, the first required year of taking it you have until april 1st the following year to actually take it um so let's just say let's give a hypothetical here you turn 70 and a half this year you have until april 1st of 2020 to take your 2019 rmd right but there's a hitch with that because that means in 2020 you also have to take one and in that year going forward it's the year you have to take it in the calendar year. So in this first year of delay, you might take your 2019 RMD in 2020, and then you're required to take your 2020 RMD in 2020 to 
taxable distributions in the same year. Maybe right, and that can hurt, end up um, maybe affecting your overall taxes because you're taking out much more income in one year than spreading up between two. Right, right. So when does the RMD rule take effect? When you turn 70 and a half, that's your magic number. There's some other nuance surrounding it. If you have questions about when you're going to be taking your RMD, 70 and a half, and when it kicks in, and how you should take it monthly, annually, quarterly, that's something that clients can check with us on and check with their advisor specifically with but know that that question needs to start being answered when you turn 70 and certainly by the time you turn 70 and a half and on another note um brian you may want to talk about this i think you've read up on it um there could be some changes with the age in which the rmds may be um taken out in the future depending on tax laws yeah i think we'll probably cover this in another podcast but there's a bill being voted on the house uh in fact I believe it's being voted on today. We're recording this on May 23rd. Um, that, among other things, would extend the RMD magic age from 70 and a half to 72. So that's kind of meaningful, particularly if someone's working at age 70 and they're in a situation where they have to take a required minimum distribution, um, but they don't want to or they don't need to. That can help leave the money in there, defer the taxes for a couple more years, allow it to grow tax-free, and so on. So... Um, something to be aware of that the RMD age may be moving, but that has yet to come to actual into actual law. So, um, so let's. There's there's another question that we get sometimes, and I describe this as question two. We're going to try and cover four here. Are, and are there exceptions to the RMD rules? Yeah. So the 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 major known one, of course, is if you are working. Um, and you're over 70 and a half, you do not have to take a required minimum distribution on your retirement plan. Yeah. So, so if you have an IRA outside, um, you will still be required to take required minimum distributions from that account. Right. But you do not have to take it as long as you continue to work past 70 and a half. You don't have to take the required minimum distribution from your, your work plan. Yeah, your work plan. Yeah, let's slice the baloney a little thinner. There, there are two kinds of retirement plans. There's an individual retirement account or an IRA or there's an employer-sponsored retirement account. Those tend to be those gobbledygook numbers, 401k, 403b, 457, and so on. So in, this, in a hypothetical, let's say you have an IRA and you have a 401k and you're 71 and still working, you need to take an RMD from your IRA, mm-hmm. but you don't need to take an RMD from your 401k if you're still working. Right. And so once you do retire, though, and you're older than 70 and a half, you will that year be required to take a required minimum distribution. Exactly. Exactly. So the golden, so you're 70 and a half, you have to take it. Pass, blow through question two. Let's say no exemptions apply. The, one of the questions I get most often, you probably do too, is how much do you have to take out to satisfy the IRS's requirement here? Um, and it depends on your age, right? Right. So starting at um, 70 and a half, when you actually have to first start taking out your required minimum distributions, the percentage of your account balance that you have to pull out is 3.65%. Now, your account balance is always based upon the last day of the previous year. So December 31st of the right. previous year is the the balance uh, that they're going to calculate the percentage that you have to take out on. Right. So the factors are your age and your account balance at the end of the prior year. Right. And so that, that 3.65% that you mentioned, that's the percentage that you have to take out if you are 70 and a half. And then it goes up from there. So as you get older, you need to take out a larger percentage of 
your retirement account portfolios. Yeah, surprisingly, I, I think people think that it goes up pretty quickly, um, that percentage, but in actuality, it, it really doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't start jumping up until you're like way older. So at 71, it, it goes up to 3.77. At 72, it goes up to 3.91. Um, and then kind of just incrementally from there. So just for some context, at 80, you would need to take out 5.35%, which still isn't a whole right. lot. You know, 10 years ten years difference in the percentages have only gone up, you know, a little less than a couple percent isn't, isn't that steep. That's not steep. that bad. But at 90, then you're up... At eight point seven seven, so now you're closer to nine percent. And if you if you manage to make it to a hundred, uh, you're going to be required to take out five fifteen point eight seven percent. Right. So, just for fun, uh, if you the the RMD percentages top out at one hundred and fifteen years old, where you're re- retired required then to take out more than fifty percent a year. Yeah, and I guess so, maybe we would all be so fortunate. Yeah, I think your RMDs are the the. Least of your concerns at 115, <laughs> um, but you know who knows. Um, I think there's another thing to t- to tackle here, though, Ryan, and, and that's if you have if you have multiple accounts, how do you deal with RMDs? Yes. Um, so there's there's different ways um, in which to do it. Um, if if you have IRA accounts all spread out uh, across the board, you have to calculate how much you have to take out of each account. And you can't take all of the balance out of one account. So let's just say you have five IRAs kind of spread across. You can calculate how much you need to take from each of them. You don't have to take them from each of them, though. You can take them from just one source if right. you choose to. Right. So so if you have multiple accounts, you can you calculate all of the accounts separately, but you can withdraw the total amount from one account. So let's say IRA 1, you need to take out $1,000. IRA 2, you need to take out $1,000. IRA 3, you need to take out $1,000. You can go ahead and take out $3,000 from only one account. It's just so long as the total, some total is, it meets the total amount uh, that you're required. Now, IRAs are a little bit different from 401ks. From 401ks, if you aren't rolling them into an IRA, you have to take those RMDs separately from each one of those. So again, some nuance here. It's important to talk to us or your advisors to sort out um, how you're taking your RMD, what your RMDs are, how you're taking them, making sure that you're meeting the requirements. One thing that we're not going to cover is the penalties um, for not taking them out right. because there are some. But this, this also leads to the reason why a lot of times for clients it makes life easier to consolidate accounts because – uh, again, we're not getting into penalties, but if you have several accounts spread across different firms, it can get confusing to remember, to, you know, did I take out the required minimum distribution from this account or not? You know, and if, especially if you're trying to combine them and take them out of one account, right. it just gets a lot more confusing the more accounts that you well, have. This is also one of the benefits of working with an advisor where you have an advisor, you know, tackling this for you, mm-hmm. and making sure that or helping you to tackle it, I should say. And, Making sure that you're taking out what you need to take out and you're taking it out from a particular account if that's what needs to be done or from all of them if that's what needs to be done. So, um, okay, so you're 70 and a half, you've calculated the RMD, uh, you've taken it out, you, exceptions don't apply. How is your required minimum distribution taxed? So, we, you know, with the taxes, everything counts as income tax. Um, so every dollar out is going to be added on top of the the dollars that you have already earned. Um, so it's going to be very dependent upon the individual. And I think that sometimes that's what surprises people is um, that it could be higher for some people and lower for others. Yeah, it's it's in it's it's 
if you think of it not as people think that they are um, avoiding taxes by putting money into a qualified account like an IRA or 401k, but you're actually deferring taxes. So mm-hmm. the idea here is that you, when you earn the money, you are very likely at a higher tax rate. And now you're in your 70s and you, chances are your taxable income rate is lower. And so now you're at your RMD age you're paying a little bit less than you would have paid. And so the money that you take out counts towards your total income. So you would combine this with maybe if you're working on the side a little bit still, Social Security gets counted as income. Um, a pension would be counted as income. So this your withdrawals increase your income right. and they're taxed at your income tax rate. Yes. Uh, so I think for like, uh, for example, you know, somebody that is just receiving Social Security at age, say, say 72 and is taking required minimum distributions, it's likely that their distribution, um, required minimum distribution is going to be a lower income tax. Then the individual that's getting Social Security, a pension, has right. four or five rentals, um, you know, maybe he's doing still working or yes. has the spouse still working. It's going to be different upon your your income right. that you're, you're you're already receiving and, and i think this is another this is not related to rmds but i'll just as an aside this is also why it's important to um, when you to actually have a withdrawal strategy from your ira because if you are going to just drain your ira in one year to go buy a vacation house at the coast you're going to kill yourself in taxes depending i mean let's say you have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar ira and you want to empty it out in one year, you've just added $250,000 on your taxable income, bumped yourself up to higher tax brackets. Like, it's, that's not what you want to do. It's, it, IRAs are intended, or retirement plans generally, including 401ks, are designed to be bled out slowly yes. over time, not in just a big chunks. So um, I, I think in summary here, many people are, are familiar with the concept of required minimum distributions or RMDs, but don't know the specifics. Um, and it's specifically true. It's particularly true if you're taking money out of your retirement accounts, but aren't sure if you're taking enough. Some people are taking from their IRAs before their RMD age. And so I I would summarize by saying it's important to check with us, or if you're not working with us, your financial advisor to make sure your withdrawal strategy, your RMD calculations and timing are appropriate for what you need it to be. So, um, so with that, uh, as always, we're, we're honored and humbled that our clients are giving us the opportunity to serve as their financial advisors. I hope that you found this podcast educational and a bit helpful to answer some of these questions. If you have any thoughts or questions on today's episode or topics that you'd like us to address further, you can email us at info at FordFG.com. You can reach us on the web at www.fordfg.com or you can call us. We actually have a toll-free number that some people don't know about. It's 855-449-8669. Ryan, you have anything else that you want to add? No. Hope everyone found this uh, informational. Um, Yeah, I think think we covered a lot. So, um, All right. Well, thanks again, and we will see you next week. And now I think it's time for some disclosures. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. Uh, The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical. Did we reference performance? I don't think we did. But if we did, it's not a guarantee of future results. 
All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal, and no strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecast set forth in this podcast, I don't think we made any, but just in case, they may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL also don't provide tax or legal advice or services. Um, And there was some tax stuff that we covered here today. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. Thanks again for listening.